what may we do for you today, O Lord? Let our lives honor you today, O Father God. Lead us, O Lord. Direct us, God. You are our eyes, ears, and breath, for you gave us life, O Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for choosing this world. Help us, O God, to be a blessing as Jesus was a blessing. We receive your heart and mind that we may be sensitive to who you are and operate in the spirit of John 14 and 12, doing what Jesus did in greater. In the name of your risen son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, tell us what we need, Lord. We love you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for helping us with this prayer. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. It is okay to put people up in prayer. Amen. It could be family members, loved ones, co-workers. It could be people that you are fans of. You know, uh, people forget to pray for actors and musicians and artists and people that are in the public view. They need your prayers a lot. A lot of people have told me, well, don't pray for so-and-so because he's blessed and highly favored already. She's blessed and highly favored already. Pray for me instead of them. No, how about we just pray for both of y'all? And so people only look at oftentimes what people have and they don't look at the struggle that the people are going through. Just because somebody has a lot of money, that don't mean that they are happy. That don't mean that they are saved. And it definitely doesn't mean that they are fully favored. It just means that they are favored in that area. You got to look at the whole life. Look at the entire life and see, is that person truly highly blessed and favored of the Lord? Because when God blesses you, he don't just give you money. He gives you money for the purpose of the kingdom. He gives you money to bless you and resources, but he also wants to make sure you're saved. He wants to make sure your family is saved, your wife is saved. He wants to make sure that you have good food to eat and that you're taking care of your body, water to drink and that you're getting enough sleep. God cares about the whole you, all of you. And often I've been told, don't pray for X, Y, Z. Don't pray for the media because they're evil, all of them. Well, wait a minute. This Christian media, well, they lie. All media, they just evil, all of them. Wait a minute. If you believe that the people that are bringing us the news and supposed to be bringing us the truth are lying, and you think that God is not moving on behalf of the kingdom of God trying to get the truth out, then you need to be praying for them. Those are the ones you should pray for. Anytime you call somebody evil, then that is a sign to you that you need to be praying for them. That is your, when you hear, when you feel in yourself and when, what comes out of your mouth saying that person is evil or that, that category of industry is evil. That's there. Is God letting you know you need to pray for them? Don't call somebody evil and then walk away because then you have just connected yourself to that evil because you identified it and you done nothing. You saw it and you done nothing. Just that's just like seeing somebody's front porch on fire or their house on fire and walking away and not calling the fire department or police not trying to see if somebody's in the house to get him out, then you're, this, you're as guilty as, a, as the arsonist that set that fire because you walked away and did nothing. 
So instead of calling these folks evil, instead of calling your president evil, pray for him. You're like, well, Kathy, wait a minute. But you said that President Trump was lying. He was lying. I didn't say I didn't pray for him. His camp lied. That has been proven already. His camp lied. They did. When they stole that election, they lied. When he got up on the on that stage and said, Russia, give me those emails, he went against his own country. That is an offense. Anytime you choose a foreign nation over any one person in your own country, you are going against your country. Jesus will leave the 99 to go save the one. Why then would you that lives in a country that is built on the word of God, who proclaims to be a Christian, go against what God is trying to do. You shouldn't. What you should have done and what he should have done, he should have prayed. If you believe that Jesus is powerful and that your prayers are effective, then you pray for people that you think that are doing wrong and let God move on your behalf. And so as far as Donald Trump goes, the president of the current president of the United States, seek the truth for the things that has happened. Seek the truth and the facts, all truth, all facts, and then do justice, do justice. Continue to pray for him. Don't keep calling him foul names. And this is the reason why you don't want to keep calling him foul names. One, it ignites his faith because he will use that. He will use that tool, those words that you said, to go into the courts of heaven to petition for favor because he is being attacked. Do not pray against him. Pray that God will reach his heart and that he will be a just person, that he will stand upright in the things of God. And that he will be a president for all people in the United States, all the citizens of the United States. And that he will not treat orphans and widows unjustly. And as far as foreigners, a foreigner in the eyes of the president is not someone from a different country. A foreigner in the eyes of the president is someone that is not of Christ. It is a pagan you got to learn to speak his speak. It is a pagan. A pagan is someone that does not believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Learn to speak his speak if you want to understand who he is. Learn to speak his speak because he will use the Bible to say what he has to say and go straight over your head. Don't pray against him. Pray God's will according to him. Am I trying to get him reelected? Lord, that is not my desire. Will he get reelected? Possibly. I'm hoping not, but possibly. Because I hear all these Christian prophets keep saying that he's going to get a second term. That he's, he's put this many judges into position and he's going to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. And so far, everything that they've said, and some of them have closed up what God gave them and didn't reveal it until after it happened. And so they are saying that he may become president again. 
makes me very sad because he he doesn't have the skill set for that job but he's gotten favor and he's used every every tool at his disposal to get that position should he have done that absolutely not because he went against his own country and he went against his oath to uphold righteousness of Jesus he went against it anytime you start lying and you start mistreating your own country and going against a country that is based on the word of God you're not upholding the truth of God and salvation you're not doing it however all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God so therefore you still have to pray for him you still have to pray for him you don't have to like him but you still have to pray for him and you pray that he will do the right thing by this country as long as he is in that office. He has two more years to go and whether or not he gets a second term, if he gets a second term, you got to continue to pray for him for all those four years. However long God leaves him in there. You got to keep praying for him. I would say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give us another president give us someone that is upright that will uphold your ways and your laws and the laws of god are upheld by salvation that don't mean that you get to come out against every homosexual every non-christian what that means is you get you you uphold their right to choose you uphold the right of free will Jesus, even though he does not like that people don't believe him and that people don't have faith in him, that people have not received him as their Lord and Savior, he will still fight and argue and he will protect a pagan to have the right to choose him or to not choose him. Jesus fought for the right and he took the punishment so that every person would have free will to choose him or to not choose him. I heard a woman the other day on MSNBC using, she evidently heard my program. She's using what I said about people having free will to choose. However, she used it slightly incorrectly. She was saying that, um, she was saying that she was using free will of Christ, what he fought for as to say, as to put that up against, uh, what's happening to, um, the people coming from Mexico and things like that. The reason why she was wrong is because they are foreigners. They are not them. Sorry. They are not American citizens. So you can't undo the law and uphold the law at the same time. So what she should have argued is humanity. And she should have argued, okay, instead of taking money away from Mexico, we need to show them how to create peace in their land. So that people don't continue to come and overload the borders. And we should not be taking the people's babies and breaking up families because Jesus would not break up a family. He wouldn't. You see what I'm saying? Jesus wouldn't break up a family. So why are we doing that? We're punishing them for fleeing, for fleeing in terror. We're punishing them for accepting the spirit of fear. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So what Trump is actually doing, even though.
he's doing it. And we know that he's making money. We assume and he's making money because when he, when he, um, got to the presidency, you remember he said that he knows how to make money, meaning in the white house, he going to make money. Even though he said he had given his businesses control of his businesses to his children and that he didn't have anything to do with that. And he always promotes that he's a businessman. And so, and his brain thought and function as he claims and tells us is that he's a businessman. He thinks like a businessman all the time. And his focus is always making that money. There's nothing wrong with making money. However, it does look like he's being greedy, right? But at the same time, what he's doing is he's saying, you all are being judged because you decided to fear. You took, you took this fear upon you and what you should have done is stood on the word of God. So he's punishing them for fleeing their own country and coming here and bombarding our country is what he's doing. He's punishing them. He's basically telling them, go back and stand and fight is what he's trying to say. But he can't really say that. That's what he's trying to say. But he, he ain't saying it. He's also trying to get his constituents to see where he's coming from. All right. They don't, they, they don't like the fact that some people are getting injured. Some people are getting killed. And true, they want to uphold white supremacism, which is wrong. White supremacism is wrong. When you put yourself above any other color or race or background or ethnicity is wrong. Black supremacy is wrong. We are all one body in Christ Jesus. Who's the strongest? The Lord. You are nothing compared to Jesus. He will not uphold you over any other person. We are all equal in the eyes of God. So all this supremacy garbage that's going on, it needs to stop. Because you're, you're actually dividing the country. And then you're setting all our enemies, all their pistols are being pointed at us, at the United States. And so who's going to save us? Jesus is the one that's going to save us. But all these things that we're doing coming out against them, we're not showing them love and we're not showing them strength. We look weak because we are weak because we're, we're removing the things that help us to stay strong. We need Jesus. We need the word of God in the schools. We need to be able to worship God no matter where we are at with our full free rights and free will. Now, I don't know everything about Donald Trump. I don't. But I do know that there are many Christians that are running for the office of president. Cory Booker is one of them. Kamala Harris. And uh, Warren, Senator Warren. Those people believe in Jesus Christ. As a, I, I'm going to have to check Senator Warren. But I know Cory Booker for sure is a Christian. And I believe Kamala Harris stated that she was a Christian. I believe Senator Warren is a Catholic, which is still a Christian. Don't quote me. I'm going to have to double check that. But what I'm saying is, and there's a few other people. I believe Beto is a Christian too. But there's a lot of people that are running for the office of president who believe that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. They believe in him. You feel me? And so, even I believe Swalwell was a, uh, is a Christian also. and But he, he got out of the race. So what I'm saying is you have lots of options to choose from people that will uphold the rights of all citizens and that will see these people coming into America 
and not take funding from Mexico. But if like, for example, if you discover that Mexico is misappropriating funds, then what you do is you go in and say, okay, Mexican country, this is what we're going to do. We're going to show you how to use this money and how to protect your citizens at the same time. We're going to show you how to use this money to benefit them so they don't run. We're going to show you how to improve your income and your economy so that people don't have to go to drugs to make money. They can make money legitimately. We're going to show you how not to fear. You feel me? And so instead of taking money from them, show them how to use the money so that the people are not flocking to the United States to find a job, to get a to get a better income. Instead, they'll have better incomes in their own country. They'll fight for their rights in their own country. You feel you feel what I'm saying? If there's a way to do things, there's a way to do things. But you have to keep the communications open in order to sit down and have a discussion. If you're not willing to sit down and have a discussion, if all the words that come out of your mouth are foul words and nasty words and cutting people up and mistreating them and telling and making mockery of them, they don't listen. When you mock people, they don't listen to you. But they will listen when you love them. When you love them, say, you know what? I empathize with what's going on in your country. Let's see how we can work together and solve this. You see what I'm saying? There's a huge difference between blankety blank and blankety blank and you look like this and you look like that. And There's a huge difference. And so again, pray for President Trump that in these last two years that he has left, that he will be a blessing and not a curse. And that he will be able to exit the office of the presidency in peace. Now, will he stand for the actions that he has done? The law is a law. The law is a law. Am I trying to get, I told you before, I don't, I, I feel uncomfortable putting old people in jail. However, the, the things that were done to to the United States and to its citizens, that needs to be addressed. You need to have a repentant heart for any of you folks that have been involved with this Trump mess all these 40 years with his friends committing all these different crimes and all this. He may not have done it. However, he did walk in on a bunch of teenagers naked. That's unjust. You, you, you shouldn't do that to your own daughter. You shouldn't do that to anybody's daughter. You're uncovering them. A woman is never to be uncovered, just like a man is never to be uncovered, except for by their spouse. So he needs a repentant heart. So the one of the first prayer you want to pray is, Lord, give him a repentant heart. That he will repent in truth and in spirit. And that he will be a positive effect on his friends and his family and his constituents. Because he didn't violently say no to his friends, whether he did it or not, because he didn't violently say no, meaning in truth and justice and spirit and truth, a strong no. No, you can't do that. No, that is not allowed. They continued on for years and years, and so did he. They supported one another and accosting women and forcing themselves on women. 
because physically they were stronger, but spiritually and mentally they were weaker. He didn't repent in all those years. So now's the time for him to, to repent. Him and his friends, they need to repent, get out of office, and start trying to live for God now. Because as long as they are breathing, they have the ability to live for God. Even those that are in prison, they have the ability to come to God now. They should not die in their sins. So if you want to pray for Donald Trump, for the president of the United States, pray for repentance. Pray that he will live a life that is holy unto the Lord. That he will be a blessing and not a curse for all the citizens. And that we will become a true ally to our allies and turn our enemies into allies and get our enemies to stop killing their own people. Get our enemies to mature and to grow up and not take offense every time somebody says something you don't like. Instead, when if they, somebody says something you don't like, find out why they're saying that. And then try to figure out a way to improve yourself so that people will see the very best of you. The very best of you should be the, the, the part of you that is presented the most. And the worst of you should be relatively unknown, if not not non-existent. You should be men. You should be men that should be admired. Not admired out of fear, but admired out of love. But what you're doing is you're, in, you're trying to instill fear into your citizens and into this world. Saying, look, I killed this person on Fifth Avenue, and I got away with it. I killed this person in my embassy, and I got away with it. I killed this person in their home, and I got away with it. I injected drugs into this man and his daughter, and I got away with it. They were in another country. I can get to anybody at any time and anywhere. That's the stuff that you're telling people. That's what you're telling the world. And what they're seeing is not men that represent a godly God, they're seeing men that worship Satan. That's what they're seeing. Because anytime you go forth to take a life, you are saying that I am supreme and I am above everything and everyone and there is no God but me. That's what you're saying. And you're causing people to fear. And oftentimes what happens with fear, fear has a limit. And then they revolt against you. Fear has a limit, and then they revolt. So you don't truly have a kingdom. What you have is a time stamp. That's what you have. You have a time stamp. So what will you choose? Will you choose love, or will you choose an expiration date? You need to decide, am I going to be for the people? Am I going to try and create a, a place of peace for them to dwell? Or am I going to accept a time stamp? You need to choose, and you need to choose now. Because the hearts are restless, and they are rumbling. 
You need to choose. Your time is limited. You need to choose. Citizens of the United States, go register to vote. Each and every American that is that will be 18 years of age at the time of the 2020 election, you should be already registered to vote. If you are 17 years old now, you can register to vote because at the time of the election, even if on the day, if your birthday falls on the day of the election in 2020 for the presidential election, you have the right to vote. You can register now. If you are 17 years old, you can register. Every American citizen, every American citizen, if you are an American citizen born here or became an American citizen, you should be registered to vote and you should be voting every American, not just 5% or 1% or 20% of the whole nation. Every person that is of age 18 or older has the right to vote and you should be voting each and every one of you. Now is a time you cannot wait. You cannot wait and see what's going to happen. You need to vote. And for you folks that have felonies and for you folks that have been incarcerated and your vote has been taken away, you need to fight to get your right to vote reinstalled, reactivated, restored. You need your vote restored and you need to go and fight for it. You need to fight for it. If you have changed your life and you are no longer doing those things that got you incarcerated or if you were illegally incarcerated or you were unjustly incarcerated, you need to fight for your right to vote. For you folks that are in prison and it is a lot of you, just because you are in prison, that does not mean that you do not have an opinion. You need to fight for your right to vote from prison. You are still an American citizen and you have rights. You need to fight for your right to vote. Each and every one of you. You need to fight for your right to vote. Start writing letters. You have a congressman. You have a congressman. You have, you have a senator. Fight for your right to vote in this national election. Fight for your right to vote. Put a petition before the judges. Combine your monies to buy a stamp. And all of you sign a petition saying that you want the right to vote. You want your rights reinstated. Because this is your country too. And you want the right to vote. When you don't ask, you don't get. So you need to start asking. Amen. Amen. That's what we're doing. Glory to God. Because Jesus loves you. And God has not forgotten you at all. God has not forgotten you. And he never will. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. The Lord has not forgotten you. Hallelujah. Thank you. 